You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If I would have said two weeks ago that the Los Angeles Kings were the hottest team in hockey, would you have believed me? Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that the answer was probably no, but guess what? They sure are. We're going to talk about that today on this episode of Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Sarah Avampato. I am, as always, the host of this show. Very glad to be here with you talking about yours and my Los Angeles Kings as we uh, celebrate. We celebrate the fact that the Kings have won six games in a row. Uh, They have found ways to win. They have won games they shouldn't have won. They have come back from behind. They have kept leads. They're doing everything right, and it makes me very excited. Uh, The Kings, six games in a row, going to look to make it seven tomorrow against Ottawa, uh, but last night pulled it out in overtime against the Montreal Canadiens. We're going to take a look at that game at some of the highlights from it and uh, see what it means for some of our favorite players on today's show. In case you missed the game, in case you were out, you know, enjoying life or doing whatever it is that you do on a day-to-day basis that doesn't involve watching the Los Angeles Kings, they pulled this one out, like I said, in overtime against the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, It was a 3-2 victory in overtime. Uh, It is their third overtime game in their last four games uh, including those wins over the Blues and the Devils. Pretty similar vibe in this game because like those games against the Blues and the Devils, the Kings had a lead. They had the lead into the third period, just couldn't hang on to it. In this one, uh, the the scoring goal, the tying goal, at least wasn't scored like, you know, in the last 10 seconds of the game like it has been before. Uh, this one came with about like six, seven minutes left. But once again, you know, great for the Kings to be having a lead, great for them to be sort of protecting it, but also, you know, not in love with the fact that they keep giving up up leads. But at the end of the day, what's important is that they found a way to win. And they did that in overtime with Adrian Kempe, uh, scoring a goal essentially all by himself. Um, Athanasiu and Kale Clegg both picked up assists on the play, but Kempe basically got into the zone and just kept circling until he had an opportunity. It was the kind of thing that we want to see from him uh, and was just, it was a really impressive goal all around. Before we get into any of those specifics though, uh, what wasn't impressive? How about Montreal booing Phil Deneau uh, right off the top of the game? He uh, was out there for the first faceoff. Like I said uh, the other day, uh, with uh, with Toronto and how they started Trevor Moore and Carl Grundstrom. Uh, you know, it, it's always a little nice to see teams do that for their players to allow uh, some of these returning guys to uh, have that first shift in their previous home rink. And uh, this game was no exception with Phil no starting against uh, the Canadians. But, um, well, funny story about that. Phil Deneau, who, like, didn't leave in like a huff he would have entertained I believe staying in Montreal had they given him a fair deal had they given him a contract that like was worth it um it's not like he you know demanded a trade or was a jerk or whatever it was just uh, you know like we talked about Montreal he didn't feel like they wanted him so he moved on uh he was 
great for that franchise in the six years that he was there. 360 NHL games over the over that time. He was their number one uh, player in in those playoffs. He basically destroyed Mark Stone's hopes and dreams, helped get the Canadians to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, and what do they do to repay him but boo him? Listen, you're entitled to your opinion about how you want to uh, view or treat returning players. Uh, and, you know, certainly if a player leaves in a cloud of drama uh, or, you know, kind of screws you on the way back out or whatever or trash talks you, like, you know, I, I'm sure there are circumstances where booing someone is justified like that. But, like, I don't know. He didn't do anything. Montreal didn't give him a great deal on his next contract. He didn't get what he thought he was worth. He felt that other teams like the Kings were more invested in him, more willing to, you know, give him a role on the team and let him be him. And and you boo that. Like, that's very frustrating. I was really hoping that he, especially after the, the booing escapade, I really hoped that he would have scored uh, a goal. Uh, he uh, unfortunately went pointless in this one. Uh, breaking a three-game point streak for uh, Phil Deneau, but um, I, the uh, the the feel-good goal against the Canadians uh, of his former team uh, will have to wait just a little bit longer. Maybe next season it'll happen eventually. But like, thanks, but no thanks, I guess, to Canadians fans who decided, what are we gonna do in this game? tonight and the answer was boo the guy who used to be our number one center who our GM like didn't give a fair deal to and so he walked like I don't know go boo Mark Bergevin because he I mean there's many reasons to boo Mark Bergevin but he's the guy handing out contracts and like if you're gonna boo a guy for wanting to get paid for wanting security for wanting to know that the team that he is on wants him and isn't going to like arbitrarily trade him or something like um, I don't know what to tell you man like that was really annoying um I can't think of any instances where Kings fans have booed an ex-king who has returned to Staples Center I feel like particularly with you know the the current clump of returning players because they're largely guys who won Stanley Cups with the team or who had been there for you know, a significant amount of time. I feel like they always get a very warm reception. Um, those of you who have been around much, much longer than I have, like, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'd be glad to hear that feedback. Uh, if you can remember any times where uh, Kings fans have booed former Kings players, I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure that there are guys who have left, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, whatever, who have gotten less than warm receptions. But you know, the recent history of the Kings, you get Tyler Toffoli coming back and everyone like crying about it, which I mean, I was there. Hashtag same. Me too. But, uh, you know, just not, not a good look for Montreal to boo a guy who like I think would have stayed there if he felt the team wanted him to be there. And if he felt that the deal that he was going to get was actually like a serious deal. Um, and instead, uh, he came here to L.A., to be great for us instead. So your loss, Montreal, don't boo that man. He's very nice and has a nice dog, and that's what's important. So we'll talk more about some more uh, serious aspects, I guess, of the game uh, coming up next. But before we get into that, 
let's talk shopping. Okay, not just like shopping, shopping, but if you are someone who owns a store, if you're someone who makes a bunch of really cool things and you want to sell them, you want to uh, find endless possibility with your store, well, Shopify is there for you because they are tirelessly reinventing tools of growth for over 1.7 million businesses, helping them succeed every day. Whether you're a big business, a small business, you're just getting started, no matter what it is, you can help build your store, grow your store with Shopify. If you don't know what Shopify is, it is a complete commerce package that lets you start, grow, and manage your business. The subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using the point-of-sale app and hardware. So really all of your solutions right there from Shopify. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So no matter who you are, if you're a startup or if you're an established store, you can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and easily stay informed about your business. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. Shopify has the tools and the resources that make it easy for any business to succeed, no matter where you're at or how big you are. Like I said, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses, and you can reach customers online and across social networks with the ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. You can get on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and much more to share your products. Shopify lets you gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting, conversion rates, profit margins, and much more. So all the data you could ever possibly want. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NHL all lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. You can grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NHL right now. That is shopify.com slash locked on NHL. Let's also talk about snacks because this is the time of year that like snacks are really, really important. They're more important than usual. And that's saying something because I think snacks are basically always super important. But we're coming up on Thanksgiving, we're coming up on Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, any sort of holiday. It's uh, happening right around now. And the greatest thing is that there's always a need for food. And sometimes you need a snack because dinner isn't ready yet. Or you are like in that no man's land between dinner and dessert. And you're like, well, but I'm still hungry, but I'm not ready for pie. Well, here's where Bilt Bar comes in. Because you can feast on something delicious and feel good about it. Built Bars are low in calories, low carb, low fat, high protein, covered in 100% real chocolate, and they are great options for when you're hungry, and when you need a snack, and when you need something sweet, and really when you just want to like, you know, tune out the world and have a Built Bar. You can share them with your family, you can give them as gifts, you can hand them out as candy, like I hope someone trick-or-treated and got a Built Bar, that'd be cool. Whatever it is, whatever meal it is, you can get a great snack with Built Bar. There are surprises all month long. You can find limited edition flavors arriving at Built.com regularly. So, so, so make sure you go and check the site often. That is Built.com. Go ahead, check it out. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now, the game... Let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the fact that the Kings uh, are looking pretty good uh, in this game. If you missed it, we had goals from some pretty familiar sources. In this one, we had a goal from, of course, Alex Iafalo, who is just, again, killing it in this game. He scored 
Six seconds into the third period of the game, he gave the Kings the lead uh, for that very brief period of time. Well, you know, more than brief, but he gave the Kings the lead for a little bit. The goal six seconds into the third period is the fastest goal uh, to start a, play, a period in LA Kings history in the regular season. Uh, there is, you know, always some controversy over uh, if you count playoff games and stats like these, but uh, in this case, we're just talking uh, regular season games. So congrats to Alex Iafalo. In this game, uh, well, A, there was a goal scored by a very unexpected source. In this game, all of them except for one, the opening goal for Montreal, um, all of them were really pretty goals. If you have like five spare minutes and uh, you didn't get to watch the game or you forgot or you didn't pay attention or whatever, go watch the, the recap highlight video that is on NHL.com on the Kings website or whatever, and or just go dig up clips of the goals because all of them, from Kempe's goal to all of them, were just really pretty shots. I am definitely, you know, a big fan of ugly hockey. I feel like the goals that bounce in off of, you know, someone's butt are just hilarious and they're goals and that's great. But sometimes you really just love to see, to see someone come racing in and pick the corner or something. And one of those beautiful goals came from Brendan Lemieux, which feels really weird. He had statistically a fantastic game. Uh, he led Kings players in terms of uh, Corsi, in terms of expected goals for, uh, and had probably one of like his best games of his career, most likely, uh, based off of the statistics and everything. Uh, he managed to draw a penalty, uh, which is something he does, you know, for as much as I criticize Brendan Lemieux. Uh, I have no uh, issue with, with admitting that. Uh, he is a guy who draws penalties and basically goaded a Canadians player into taking an additional penalty. Uh, so that was great. Like, I feel like at one point you look at the game and you're like, oh, well, there's our little pot stirrer right there. Uh, Brendan Lemieux doing what he does best, which is be incredibly irritating to other players. But the goal that he scored to get the Kings on the board uh, a little bit into the second period was, it was, it was great. I was like, who possessed you? Who took over your body for that like 30 seconds or whatever? Um, but all of them, the goal from him, Alex Iafalo's goal, uh, the goal from Jake Evans from Montreal, which is the uh, tying goal in the third period was just like a beautiful shot over Cal Peterson. Um, just great plays, really pretty hockey. Uh, the rest of the game, not necessarily so pretty, but it, it was interesting to see goals that, like, usually most of them are garbage. You know, most games you're watching and it's like, oh, well, this ping-ponged off of four guys, or oh, well, that, like, got redirected in by someone's skate, or, like, whatever. It's pretty nice to see just a pure display of skill. But uh, yeah, so we had Brendan Lemieux opening scoring for the Kings. Uh, Alex Iafalo, again, fastest goal to start uh, uh, the, that period in Kings history. And Adrian Kempe winning it in overtime with just a great individual effort from him. No one else touched the puck. Like, obviously, we gave assists to Afanasiu and Clay because they touched it at some point. But he literally circles the offensive zone like twice on his own evades Canadians players, does it all himself uh, to, to win this game. He is on a four-game goal streak. That's the first time he has been on, on a streak like that. He, of course, loves scoring against Montreal. Uh, he scored that hat trick in Montreal a couple seasons back. And I don't know, like, it's always fun seeing there's always just randomly 
some players who just really turn it on against other teams. And I guess Montreal is it for Adrian Kempe. Whatever. I don't care. Um, If you're wondering, did Adrian Kempe take a penalty in this game? Because I know uh, you're always wondering. Uh, Well, the answer to that one, my friend, is no. Believe it or not, uh, no penalties from Adrian Kempe in this game. So uh, good on him for that one, for keeping all of his nonsense under control. Uh, Funny story, Adrian Kempe actually second in penalty minutes right behind Brendan Lemieux. And Brendan Lemieux punches people sometimes. So, you know, there's something going on there. But whatever. Uh, We've got a little more thought on the game coming up next and then a little preview of what's coming up the rest of the week. Um, But before we get into that, let's talk betting because BetOnline is back and it is better than ever. They've got a new website on betonline.ag. They've all ready for the start of basketball season. Everything's brand shiny new. You can get more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, of course, is your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. And no matter what sport it is that you're into, if it's obviously hockey, boxing, fighting, casino games, I feel like they have like politics and reality TV, whatever it is, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. So head over to the new updated desktop or go pick up your phone, go to betonline.ag, sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is promo code locked on to receive your bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So go check it out. BetOnline.ag, promo code locked on. BetOnline, where the game starts. A few other observations from this game. Um, A, again, really annoying to see the Kings give up that lead in the third period. But uh, Cal Peterson looked great in this game. You know, I I know that there has been a ton of talk online out there in the world about Jonathan Quick and how well Jonathan Quick has looked. And, like, I'm seeing crazy takes, like, should Team USA consider Jonathan Quick for the, the, the Olympics? The answer to that is no. We can talk about that later, but, like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, tire pumping for Jonathan Quick, who has admittedly been really good in a short sample size, in a very small sample size. So, like, hold your horses on declaring him, like, eternal starter of the Kings. He can still turn back into a pumpkin. But I think what's important is that we have two goalies who are clicking right now. Uh, And as frustrating, I'm sure, as the, the rotation schedule is, for both of those guys. I'm sure both of them want to be starting. Both of them want to be playing the majority of games. Um, as a fan, as an observer of the team, it's great to know that like whatever situation you go into, uh, you have a competent goalie. You have a goalie that is ready to be there and to play and to give your team a chance, which is all the Kings needed, especially in that like losing streak, especially as the, the team kind of started to pull out of that losing streak you would see a lot of it was like Jonathan Quick or Cal Peterson standing on their head and just waiting for the team to score a goal for them. And now everything is clicking. The offense is clicking. The defense kind of you know reimagined in the wake of the injuries to Dowdy and to Walker. Uh, they're all clicking together, and we have these two goaltenders who are both you know up for the challenge and I think are pushing each other because both of them want to be the starter, and you can only have one. But, you know, pump the brakes on Jonathan Quick being, like, resurrected. But I think it's still very significant for this team to have two goalies you can rely on. Because, you know, I think we all know there were years where Jonathan Quick played, like, 70 games or whatever. 
Um, partly because there wasn't anyone behind him and partly because he just, you know, is Jonathan Quick about it. But, um, you know, great performance from Cal Peterson. His stats looked great. He made some huge clutch saves in this game. Um, the first goal against him, uh, the one from Ben Sherratt, like, I, it, that goal was just an ugly mess. Uh, that was everyone basically piled up into the crease and the puck eventually went in. Uh, the goal, uh, the second goal against um, you know, again, it was just a beautiful shot and from a very kind of unexpected source. So, you know, you can't, you can't get on him too much for that. But great job from Cal Peterson. Uh, great job knowing that he and Quick are both up to the challenge of, of what's up next for the Kings. Uh, looking at some fancy stats, or let, let's start with less fancy stats. Alex Iafalo, uh again, continues his really great run of play. He had eight shots on goal. Um, I don't know if that's a career high, but it certainly feels like a career high. Um, coming out of this game, or I guess going into the game against Ottawa tomorrow, Iafalo has currently a seven-game point streak. So uh, he picked up an assist in that loss to Winnipeg, and then all of the games the Kings have won, uh, you know, these past six games he has had points in. Uh, he, over that span, has 10 points. Uh, so 10 points in that seven-game span um, he, like many other people on this team, started out a little slow, but look like they're all clicking all at the right moment. Uh, and just a really, really great uh, performance from Alex Iafalo in this game. Uh, and really to date, I, I just, I can't get over the fact that like, I'm going to become an Alex Iafalo hipster and be like, I liked him before it was cool, but I liked it before it was cool. Uh, looking back at his, his career, in the NHL. First off, I can't believe he has been here for as long as he has been. But yeah, that eight shots is absolutely a career high. He's had six a bunch of times, five a bunch of times, uh, but eight is definitely, uh, definitely a big one for him. And I love to see it. I think it's great. Did you know he is almost at 300 NHL games played? He's at 295. So like, I swear he just joined the league. I swear he did. But yeah, he has been here. This is uh, this is year number five for him. That's something else. Um, one other kind of interesting note is uh, this great run of play from the Kings uh, has sent our playoffs uh, chances skyrocketing. Uh, Micah Blake McCurdy, who is the guy behind all the fancy charts over at Ineffective Math, posts pretty regularly. Uh, some point projections, and right now his point projections for the Kings has them soaring up to like 91 points. And we're right ahead of the Sharks, kind of right on that line that says, yeah, if you get over this hump, you're going to make it to the playoffs. Um, right now, the three teams that are kind of locks based off of his model, Calgary, Edmonton, and Vegas, um, Vegas is going to be really interesting. I certainly spend a lot of time dunking on them, and I know so do you, and so does everybody. I, I don't know. I just, they look so miserable right now. And I feel like they're, you know, the model is obviously taking into account their past performance, their team makeup and everything. I don't know. They look gnarly right now, but they're kind of the locks uh, for those three, uh, the three spots. Uh, but the Kings and the Sharks, uh, they're, they're surging. But uh, I'm glad to see at least a, a little bit of a, um, what's the word? Some recognition for the Kings. Um, because all of these models basically 
have said this team is going to be trash and like we as Kings fans were like "Mm, but what if they're not trash what if they're actually good this year or at least like adequate or at least like fun bad and uh, we're seeing you know we saw the bad part and we're seeing now the bounce back and I I really hope that this is the version of the Kings that we're going to get the rest of the season Uh, right now the the cutoff based off of uh, Micah's uh, stat modeling his cutoff to make the playoffs is 91.6. Um, you know, obviously these are models. They don't deal with the whole numbers. Um, Kings, he has them at 91.2. So he would have them just barely missing out. And, you know, the two wildcard teams coming from the central division. So, you know, we do still have to contend with that. We do still have to, you know, once we get further into the season, think about the fact that we can do as well as we want, but if we're not in the top three, uh, we also have to contend with uh, whatever is happening over in the central. But like, it's kind of indicating right now to see the little gray line tracking the Kings just going zoom, 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 all the way up um, to to looking a little more relevant, which I think is great. So Kings win in Montreal. Kings have the longest winning streak in the NHL right now. The AHL, also the rain. Uh, they also have the longest winning streak in the AHL. Also at six games, they have been killing it. Uh, even without TJ Tynan, who is up with the Kings kind of as their extra player through this road trip, uh, they are looking great. Alex Turcotte stepped right into that first line center role uh, and has been performing really well. So uh, we will continue to keep an eye on the rain because they are really exciting this season. If you haven't been out to a rain game, I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen them online, you can occasionally catch free streaming games on the AHL. You can subscribe to the AHL streaming service, whatever it is. Uh, I would really recommend watching the rain this year because they're doing something really special and really exciting. So Kings rain, both just living it up, living the dream, looking great and uh, giving us as Kings fans a lot to look forward to. Uh, Like I said uh, this week, Two more games on this road trip. Uh, the Kings are playing in Ottawa on Thursday. Uh, that's something to keep an eye on because a lot of Ottawa has had some COVID issues. Uh, players have been on and off the COVID protocol list, so we'll keep an eye on that uh, going into tomorrow's show to talk about the Senators. Uh, and then Saturday, we have a return of the Winnipeg Jets uh, playing in Winnipeg uh, before that road trip wraps up and the Kings head on back home. So two more games in Canada you know, whenever this road trip started, I said, if they win two of these four games, that's going to be great. Let's shoot for four, man. Like, let's let's shoot for that. Is it possible? Yeah. Ottawa's not that good. Uh, the Jets, we almost had that game against the Jets until they blew it uh, late. Uh, and the Kings have been finding ways to get themselves out of those situations. So we might not have a repeat uh, of that. But, you know, we hit my we hit my two win benchmark and maybe just maybe we'll get two more. So that is it for today. Thank you for listening to this show. Uh, now that you're done here, also make sure you go and check out Locked On Bets if you're into that. Uh, Locked On Bets is your daily one stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. So when you're going to go head over to BetOnline.ag, make your make sure you're also listening to this show. That is it for today here. Make sure you're following this show on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. Follow me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. Come say hi. Uh, come enjoy, you know, celebrating the Kings with me because it is a really fun time right now. Uh, make sure you're following this show or subscribe to this show wherever you get your podcasts. 
and tell your friends about it and come back tomorrow and every day of the week for more Kings news here on Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.